0: Hey guys, Brian with Cajun Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana. And today I want to shine a little light on three guys. Uh, And I think it's the class of 2014 and 2015. Um, No offense to Julius Randle. No offense to Zach Levine. But I'm going to choose the three best players from the 2014 rookie class and the 2015 rookie class. And I don't think I missed anybody on these. But it's uh, Joel Embiid and Joker who are battling for that MVP award for this 2022-23 season. And then I'm going to include Devin Booker in here. And then I'm simply posing a question, which one of these three guys are the best buy right now? All things considered, long-term investment, short-term investment, age... Team success, their contract, who's around them, what they've done already. Obviously, Joker's got two MVPs in the bank. We're going to look at their awards that they've accumulated over the course of their career to this point. We're going to look at uh, we're going to look specifically at their 2014 Base Prism PSA 10, and then in uh, in um, uh, for Embiid, and then for uh, for Joker and for Devin Booker, we're going to look specifically at their 2015 Base Prism. This is. Uh, For those of you who are uh, new to the hobby in 2018, you're thinking, why are we looking at base prism cards? There's 20,000 of them. Well, there wasn't in 2014 and 2015. And there wasn't a small number, but it certainly wasn't the proliferation uh, of printing that we saw Panini when they tasted the money and they smelled profits in 2018 and they went bonkers on overprinting. And so uh, 2014 and 2015 are a little bit different. We're going to take a little bit closer look. As always, I've got card letter pulled up, but really the question here is: which of these three guys would you put your ten thousand dollars into? I give you a hypothetical ten thousand dollar budget, and you can't spread it out and be a dork and be a nerd and say, "I'm gonna diversify." No, pick one. You gotta put all ten grand into base PSA tens. For one of these three guys, which of these three guys are you going to take? Watch, I've got it pulled up on Carl Lider. Okay, Car has got a really cool compare feature, okay? And I've got the Jokic, like I said, 2015 base PSA 10, the Joel Embiid, 2014 base prism PSA 10, and the Devin Booker, 2015 base prism PSA 10. I can look at all of the cards. They're over here. There's the Joker. Uh, there's the Embiid. Alright, and here is the Booker. And I'm about to ramble here, but I just want to point out a couple things that are interesting to me. I've got them right now uh, sorted the last sold price. And so the last Jokic sold for 500, approximately 490. The last Embiid sold for 355. The last Booker sold for 227. So you're thinking to yourself, Okay, well, that makes sense. Joker's got two MVPs under his belt. Embiid's trying to win his first one. He may get it, he may not get it. I don't know. Uh, and then Booker is lagging behind. He's got no MVPs. Uh, I think he's got uh, one All NBA team. Embiid's got four All NBA teams, and Joker has four All NBA teams. For, so, for that reason, again, Booker should be trailing. Uh, Booker is worth about half what a Jokic is worth. Um, so, The first thing you're going to say is, well, what about the pop, Cajun Cardboard? What about the pop, right? We know how good they are. We know what demand is. That's uh, easy to kind of identify and quantify at the moment. Clearly, Embiid and Jokic are more in demand, despite the fact that they're uh, big men, right, and the hobby is traditionally not like big men. Um, They're not going to choose a small guy who's much less accomplished over a big guy, uh, at least not in this prospect stage. Uh, so what about pop? Well, here's the interesting thing: we know Jokic and Booker are the same year. Booker popped sooner. Booker was a big name sooner. More people graded Booker earlier. We know that. We we would assume that, and I'm pretty sure that was the case. That is why Booker's pop is more than twice. Uh, what Nikola Jokic is. Jokic's pop is right here on your screen, 880. Booker's pop is a whopping, I say whopping, it's 1870. That's nothing compared to like a Doncic or a Zion or even a a Tatum or any of those guys from 17, 18, 19, keep continuing forward. So we know the print run was lower. I'm not going to get into what the print run was, but we know it amplified and uh, increased by magnitudes year over year from 2014 going forward, which is where we're starting our analysis today. So uh, one thing to do Keep in mind is that Booker's PSA 10s are double, but the question is, is that because some people still haven't decided to grade the Jokic Prism? Uh PSA 10, you know, the Joker, uh, the Joker-based 2015 prism? Are people still sitting and waiting? No, I don't think they are. I mean, if you were sitting on a uh, Nikola Jokic base prism raw surely you would grade it by now or or sell it to someone who would grade it by now Uh, since that's kind of the trend in the hobby is when you've got a card like this with that much built-in value it makes no sense not to grade it uh, you know, uh, assuming it looks okay, and if it looks okay and has a chance at a 10, I mean you would have sent it in by now. So why is the Jokic uh, 880 and why is the Booker 1870? Well, it's like a t- take a closer look. I'm going to click the little pop report button here where, on Card Ladder, we can view in-depth population report data provided by Jim Boom. There's the Booker. And here's your answer. Uh, hey, pay close attention to these numbers. We're throwing out Beckett for now, just for now. Don't worry about Beckett. 4,214 have been graded 44%, remember those numbers. 4,200 at 44% gym rate. If we go back and look at Jokic, how many have been graded? 2,800, way less at 30%, way less. So uh, it's like a double-edged sword and that is odd to me, right? We're comparing two cards, the same exact card from the same exact set, the same exact rookie year One player has been more successful, and that's Joker, uh, than the other, Booker, but significantly less have been graded at a significantly lower gym rate. Now, sometimes different cards are printed on different places on the print sheet, and the gym rates are going to be different despite the fact that their rookie cards were in the same year. We know that, right? Uh, I think Shea Gildas Alexander is a great example of that in the modern era where apparently his card was much harder to grade than some of the other uh, 2018 rookies out there, but like you would assume that the print run is the same for Jokic and for Booker in the same exact rookie class and the same exact product, the same exact card. Uh, that's odd. So let's go look at Embiid. Embiid's a, a year earlier, so presumably a lower print run. I think we could safely assume that, but a much higher gym rate. You got a better than one out of two chance of pulling a, a PSA 10 when you submitted Embiid, or at least you used to. I don't know what the gym rate is like over the last two years since PSA's kind of tightened that up. So maybe a lot of these were graded long before that. But uh, fewer Embiids were submitted than Booker's, about the same as Joker's. So 29.73, and then Joker, what did we say? 28.76. So what and what, right, for uh, the quantity submitted for Joker's and for Embiids. So uh, that's uh, one thing to consider when figuring out, are these values... um, Properly reflective of the player, the age, the potential, the ability, the accomplishments, the team success, the potential for team success, the here and now, which of these has the best chance to win a title? Like if I'm asking you right now uh, between these three guys, which of these guys has has the best chance to win the ring this year, right now, this year? I think the answer is Booker, man, and I wouldn't have said that you know, three months ago pre-trade for KD, but I think the answer to who has the best chance to win the ring is Booker. Some of you guys, if you're astute and you're sharp, you're screaming at the screen, yeah, but that's apples and oranges. Booker may have the best chance to win it, but he's going to have the best chance to win it as second fiddle, as a beta, as a Robin to KD's Batman. That's going to be KD's ring, not Booker's ring, and I can't disagree with you. It does matter. Uh, just like the ring that Curry won when KD was the alpha twice, uh, that's that's different than Dirk Nowitzki's one ring that he won. So, that is a great observation and an astute observation, and it's 100% accurate. I don't know how you rate that if Booker wins a ring this year. Is that 0.85 of a ring? Uh, it, how much less is that ring that Booker wins this year worth? If KD weren't there, what if Booker took him and uh, what if Booker had won that ring the year that they lost to the Bucks in the finals? How much more would that ring mean than this ring if Booker wins it this year? And we know the Bucks are going to win it again this year, so I'm not getting into that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually really worried because Middleton's injured. Um, so that's something to consider. I think Booker's got the best chance to win it. Uh, I think uh, Booker's uh, cards have been. Uh, graded the most. Uh, so that's interesting to consider. Uh, the other thing that matters when I'm looking at prospecting, when I'm looking at, I shouldn't say prospecting. In this case, this guy's been around for six, seven, eight years. One thing I didn't talk about is let's go look at their age. Okay. And this is about to surprise you. And, and the reason I think it's going to surprise you is when Devin Booker came into the NBA, I think he was one of the youngest players ever. Drafted in the NBA. I mean, ever, 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 ever drafted in the NBA, even in considering the high school players. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not certain on that, but I thought I remember seeing, even though he spent a year at Kentucky, like he graduated early, he got eligible, and when he was drafted, he was one of the youngest players ever drafted. And here's what I mean by that Jokic is 28. Let's say Jokic in a perfect world has seven more prime seasons. Let's just say Jokic can play prime basketball till age 35. Embiid, I don't think will be prime basketball as long, but let's just say he can till age 35. That gives Jokic seven more cracks at the apple. That gives Embiid. Six more bites at the apple. Again, assuming these big men stay healthy for, for until age 35, they could go longer. I mean, Jokic plays the, the, the game of a 39 year old slithering, slothy, f- frothy, flabby big man already. Uh, and he just does it on another level because of his absolutely off the charts basketball IQ. Um, so these guys could do it. I mean, they could do it. Uh, Booker's 26. People don't realize that. Booker has been in the freaking NBA for how many years? He was drafted in uh, 2015, as we said. He's played seven years in the NBA. He's 26 years old. Jokic has played seven years in the NBA. He's 28 years old. So Booker's got a full two more years, and he's got a few years here with Durant where they're going to run it back. I mean, it's not like the Suns are going to disappear, Um They're going to be relevant for a good bit here. Now, I can say the exact same thing about the Sixers. Uh, Even if they do dump Harden, they've got a really talented point guard in Tyrese Maxey to play second fiddle with Embiid. And then if they can go find that third mega super alpha superstar, that's where shit really gets crazy. And then Jokic ain't going anywhere. Jamal Murray looks good, looks like he's back. They've got a chance to do it this year. He's not going anywhere. Murray's not going anywhere. Michael Porter Jr. is brittle, but could he stick around? Yeah, I like all three of these guys. Now, what about uh, risk? Right? Jokic is gets hit by a bus tomorrow. He's a two-time MVP. Uh, Embiid however has no rings Booker has no rings So from that perspective Jokic is the undisputed Sure thing go to As far as hedging risk Uh, Jokic is the safest play of these guys If Booker never wins one He's Mitch Richmond If Joel Embiid never wins one He's Patrick Ewing Right. Um, So again I think he may be better Than Patrick Ewing historically But if he doesn't win one And fades away in the next two years That's who he is Uh, Hall of Famer yes uh, but no ring, Hall of Famer. Those guys' cards, long term, don't exactly explode over time. Um, Devin Booker, um, again, just two more, you know, two more prime years is what it looks like to me, uh, depending on wear and tear and health and all that stuff. What about percentage change? This is a super important, uh, sorry, percentage change over the last 6 months this is something to consider again this is something you guys need to look at and I'm here I'm sitting here preaching uh, 99% of you are going to know the things I'm saying I'm not up here like I'm a professor but it goes without saying you want to buy low sell high you don't want to buy high sell low or buy high sell high cuz then you're not making any money um, booker's down over the last uh, over the last 6 months he's down 7% Embiid's up 75%. That right there gives me that, that feeling whether it, he could go up another 75%. He could win the title and go up another 100%. Shit, I don't know. Uh, but I hate knowing that I just missed out on three-fourths uh, value of profit, right? Three-fourths, 75% is a lot to go up over the last six months, especially in the market that we're in. Uh, if we look at it over the last three months, beats up 100%. His freaking card doubled. It went from 170 to 355. I hate knowing how much profit was, how much meat was on the bone and and now it's gone, right? It's been chewed off. There's not that much meat on the bone. I don't like that. Um, Again, is there still room for improvement and and growth in this card? Yeah, maybe. But I don't like knowing that I blew it on 100% that was out there. And again, I'm speaking hypothetically because you guys know Jordan, Giannis, Lillard, I'll make a move on a card here or there, but I'm not really into the prospecting deal, but it still intrigues the shit on me. Like, again, we have a $10,000 hypothetical budget. I'm not really going to go spend $10,000 on, uh, you know, 20, 30, 25 base Embiid cards or however many you need to buy to, to spend $10,000. Uh, that's just not my style. But this is the style of a lot of people out there, and hopefully, This video is going to appeal to people like that. And it's just an interesting hypothetical to pose. Uh, Let's look at the last one month. Uh, Jokic is down 36% over the last month. Here's the deal. This is what I think happened. Jokic ran hot. It looked like it was his, the MVP. And this is short-term flipper talk, right? Right. These are the types of cards that short-term flippers want to get in and get out, right? 60 days, 90 days, 30 days, 120 days, whatever, right? Prospectors. I want to get in on Jokic at the All-Star break. I want to get out of Jokic right before the playoffs when we know he's going to win the MVP and his card peaks. But here's what happened. Uh, And and I don't think I'm wrong on this. Let's look at Jokic over the last three months. This is what happened. Here's Here's the chart on your screen over here. It was his. Uh, as recently as March 12th, yes, it started to run. It was almost a foregone conclusion that he was going to be the next three consecutive time MVP, right? The bird was the last to do it like a bazillion years ago. And then Embiid just went absolutely freaking bananas, man. And when it looked like Embiid had a chance, I think some people panicked or supply flooded the market and people started to dump their Jokic. I don't know. Maybe Here's the deal. Maybe everybody was buying around here, like right before the All-Star break, uh, thinking, you know what? 880 is not that high of a pop. Uh, A base prism in 2015 is not the same as base prism in 2019 and 2020 and 2022. Um, That's a low price for a two-time MVP. What if he wins his third? We know it's going to go up, and they bought like hell, right? And so there was a lot of selling in here in January and February, and then when it ran hot to eight twenty-nine, some people were probably holding six, seven, eight, nine, ten of these, and said, "Shit, that's a three hundred dollar profit. The car is almost nine hundred dollars now. I could sell five of these and make fifteen hundred bucks. Let's just get out." And I think maybe Supply hit, and, uh, and I think it was a double-edged sword that not only did it run, and so those guys that were looking to flip decided, you know what, I'm going to cash out and take my, take my profits, good congrats to you, good thing, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it also, uh, the other edge of the sword was Embiid went bananas, and look at what Embiid's cards did uh, during this same period. His are still running. Uh, And it does look like he flipped the narrative with that 50-point game. And it looks like he's probably going to get the MVP. If I had to guess, if I had a vote, I've done a video on this, and if you guys haven't seen it, go watch my NBA past and present postseason awards video that I did with Coach Pixley. I think Jokic not only deserves it, I don't think it's even close. I think he is far and away the best uh, of the two centers, and I think he is far and away the MVP candidate. And that is coming from somebody who's a huge Giannis fan, right? But I'm going to talk with my head and not my heart. I think it's Jokic and Bede Giannis in that order. And I don't think it should even be close statistically. Uh, But we know how narratives work. And we know how people don't like to give it to the same guy three times in a row because it hasn't happened since Bird did it in the 80s. And so that's kind of where we're at. Booker over the same time period over the last three months flat as a fritter man uh, and again depends on where your beginning and ending point is that's flat to me I'm so I don't care what anybody says that shit is flat I know it says up eleven percent but if we had measured this four days ago it would have been down so flat is flat uh, no real rise or run there on the bookers um, if you're asking me where I'm gonna dump my ten thousand dollars I'm gonna dump it on the youngest guy. I'm going to dump it on the guy whose cards uh, have gone down the most over the last six months, and that's Booker. I'm going to avoid guys whose cards have gone up 75% over the last six months. That's Embiid. I know Booker's got the highest pop, but I think part of that is because people graded Booker so early in his career, and people are still lingering and hanging on to some of these other base cards for Joel Embiid and Jokic. I would put my 10000 bucks if I had to put it all in one of these guys – I take the risk. I put it in Booker. It would not surprise me if four years from now, Booker has two titles and Jokic and Embiid still have zero. And despite the fact that Jokic may have three MVPs or Jokic two and Embiid may have one MVP... I still think Booker would be the place to put the money. That's just me. I'll also take into account the fact that while you can't say big men don't have value, they do. People could have made a shitload of money on Embiid over the last six months. I just looked at the charts to prove it. I do think that people always tend to gravitate towards those exciting wing type players. And even though Booker, he's bouncy, but he's not an above the rim, John Morant, you know, Russell Westbrook, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant type wing. He's not one of those super bouncy wings. He is a skilled, crazy wing. He's still got two years uh, of meat left on the bone over Embiid and Jokic. Um, he is on a team that is primed. Uh, and I think maybe the Vegas odds-on favorite to win it right now with Middleton's injury, which is still really a big concern. Um, if I was a gambler and I was a better, I would probably take the Suns by a nut hair over the uh, over the Nuggets in the West. Um, if it was the Suns versus the Celtics, I'd take the Suns. If it was the Suns versus the Sixers, i take the Suns. If it's the Suns versus the Bucks with no Middleton, I'd take the Suns. Uh, so... I would dump my 10000 bucks into Devin Booker if I had to. I want to know what you guys would do. Uh, and that's what's fun about these hypotheticals is I'm either going to look like a genius or an idiot, right? Uh, and the fact of the matter is there's a lot of other guys out there who are raising their hands saying, hey, buddy, uh, why don't you put your $10,000 in me? My name's Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown or Giannis. Or uh, Steph Curry, for God's sake. You talk about hedge and risk. Uh, that guy's resume is pretty stout. But I wanted to look specifically at these guys that are those tweeners, right? These are those guys whose cards are sort of forgotten. We've talked about Giannis rookie cards all the time. We talk about Steph Curry RPAs all the time. Then if you go the other way, we talk about Tatum Onward all the time. It's the 2014-2015 guys that honestly I think kind of get lost in the shuffle because they just weren't – impeccable rookie years. They weren't incredibly deep rookie years. Like, Wiggins a good player, but Wiggins kind of a flop for a number one overall pick. Uh, Embiid was a a ghost for a while. Jokic, they didn't even know who to keep between Jokic and Nurkic. And then Booker just kind of toiled in mediocrity because the Suns were such a disaster for such a a period of time. And he wasn't really even the best player on his Kentucky team, or at least he wasn't the most hyped. And so I like talking about these three guys. I think these three guys, despite the fact that Embiid and Joker have – Kind of done more uh, than Booker. Booker missed a a really good window to win a title with that Suns team. Uh, And, and again, Embiid and Jokic haven't won a title either. But I think, you know, on resume, let me switch you back real quick and let's look at basketball reference. I mean, Jokic Jokic has uh, five All-Stars and four All-NBA. Embiid has six All-Stars and four NBA. He's led the NBA in scoring, and he's a three-time All-Defensive player. Uh, So, resume out the wazoo. Booker is a three-time All-Star and one All-NBA, and um, again, he's no slouch, and remember, he's two years behind, so he could be a five-time All-Star and a three-time All-NBA by the time he's the same age as Jokic, and he could be uh, a, a six-time All-Star and a four-time All-NBA by the time he is in age, although he's not going to get All-NBA this year. Anyway, let me know what you guys think. Who would you take? You know, you got a two-for-one discount, Booker versus Jokic. Um... Let me know what you think. I'm curious. Uh, hopefully, you like this video. This is very investor-centric, but to be honest with you, 90% of my videos lately have been very collector-centric because we've been talking only about Jordans that I'm holding for Cajun Eternity, and Jordan this, and Jordan that, and 90s this, and 90s that, so hopefully uh, one of these investor videos will kind of spark that, that nostalgia from 2018, 19, and 20 when everybody was buying low and selling high. That was fun, man. I know investing and flipping gets a bad name in the hobby, but there's a place for it. And it's always fun, and I'm thinking about it all the time. I was just on eBay. Somebody uh, call a doctor. I was looking at buying more Kevin Porter Jr. cards. For God's sakes, I've got hundreds of Kevin Porter Jr. slabs. And I was looking at his silver, and I was like, God, I know it's like Pop 1800, but God damn, he is good. He's finished the year on a fire, and he's this, and they could get Wimbanyama, and he's paired with Jalen Green and Shagoon, and what if it's, what if it's... Kari Eason at the three, as they're like Ananobi, as they're like uh, you know, uh, Draymond Green doing everything. And then you got Wimbayama at the four, and you got Alperin Sengun at the five, and then you got Jalen Green at the two, and Kevin Porter Jr. is diming up everybody on the floor and going, you know, 2012 and 10, you know, 2012 and six. Um, so I almost bought some more Kevin Porters, and then I was looked over my left, and I had a box of about 200 Kevin Porter Jr. rookie slabs, and I was like, "What is wrong with me? Just go buy Jordan, go buy Giannis, relax." And so uh, I decided to do this investor video to kind of satiate that need for prospect talk and investing talk and things like that instead of buying uh, buying 12 more Kevin Porter Jr. silvers, which I don't need. I need it like a hole in the head. Anyway. Uh, As always, thank you guys for watching. Keep collecting. Stay positive in the hobby. I hope you have a great week this week. Keep collecting. Stay positive in the hobby. Peace.